following movie is rated R. Back in the trap. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, despite the spikes of Corona happening in Florida, Fuck all that. the NBA bubble seems to be well under its way. Yes, sir. The official schedule came out. There is some interesting games. Um, just right off the bat, like the first day, we got Clippers Lakers. We got the potential finals matchup, the matchup that everyone wants to see. Not the um, the, the semifinals. Yeah, the, you know, the, you, the you know, conference what I mean. finals. I mean. Well, I mean, the, barring if if Milwaukee makes it to the Eastern Conference, is the Eastern Conference representative in the NBA Finals? That is the real NBA Finals. This nah, year. nah, it is. Um Oh, oh, you talking that, about yeah, okay, that is I the real finals. Right, the Clippers right. versus the Lakers is the I real fighters. Whoever wins you know what I'm saying? Now, yeah. if Milwaukee makes it and they play <clears> against whoever comes out of the West, yes, that that'll be uh, a good uh, a honestly, good matchup because the Greek freaks there. Only because the honestly, Greek freaks there. I think a better matchup would be the Boston Celtics versus either the Lakers or the the Clippers in the finals. The Celtics are still a player away for for me to be to be that team in the East. They're still a, they're still a guy away. I don't or, know. Or 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 I don't know. I don't or Jason Tatum needs to for a full season be the Jason Tatum that we saw him being in late. flashes. Yeah. yeah, later on before the shutdown happened this season. I don't know. I and they think, need to I get think, out from under that Gordon Hayward contra- contract yeah. so they have some money to play yeah. with. And Shay, I said Shay. And Jay, this is not a uh, uh, <laughs> a burn on you. <laughs> I didn't bring him up just to make uh, you mad. <laughs> but um, yeah, they they definitely need to get up, up under that. I've been saying that Gordon Hayward was not the move. <laughs> was not the move. It, it was. It was. No. But now that we're looking at it, I'm looking at it like this. Now I'm looking at it from even if a, he didn't get hurt, a flexibility space. You know what I'm saying? You do have Kemba there. And you have Jason Tatum there. It would be nice to pair them with another guy who wasn't Gordon Hayward. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's another story. Other notable um, games. Um, on Saturday, um, is that the Pelicans play the Clippers right then next on that Saturday, okay. and then the Pelicans play Memphis on that Monday, which will be yeah. um, August third. That is I'm, the. Uh, rookie of the year matchup. Yeah. Whoever wins that game, it's wins. rookie of the year. Yeah. I feel as though that it's safe to say that. Yeah. And a lot of people would say that that gives um, Zion an edge, so to speak, because John Morant seemed to be the runaway rookie of the year before the shutdown happened. Now that Zion has had his time to rest up, heal up, this, that, and the third, yeah. um, people would say we haven't seen enough about Zion for him to be able to just change it in one game. But that's the dynamics of what this nah, new NBA uh, uh, for well, this season looks like. Right, with the media, uh, MVP and rookie. Who, whoever has a better eight-game stretch during this stretch, I yeah. think wins both. And awards. I think that's fair. Yeah, because, yeah, LeBron is about the ball. 
Yeah. I don't know what he out there making TikToks and all of that. I don't know what he about to do. <laughs> but I know LeBron about to come in this bitch and yeah, and he familiar with the court and all that shit already. So Well, I would think that most of these guys are familiar with that court. Uh yeah, yeah yeah you know what yeah. I'm saying okay that's fair enough because <laughs> I would be familiar with the right but um besides Giannis because he you know he's not from over here but that's another story but um yeah LeBron's about the ball and um we just got a lot of basketball coming up at one point is seven games yeah there day. are some games where maximum there's seven um, i think most of the weeks in august are having um have at least three seven game yeah. days the yeah. where like games are going to be coming on from 12 in the afternoon mm-hmm. all the way up until nine <laughs> o'clock p.m you know now, what I'm saying? all right now and i have to put out a public service announcement psa <laughs> women please i ask you Please be fair to your husband's boyfriend or <laughs> whatever they are to you. And do not bother us during this time. This is like March <laughs> Madness on steroids listen. and it's the NBA. This listen. is some shit that's never happened I promise before. You, yeah. I promise you, ladies, if you let your man live during this time, Christmas will be a very good time for y'all. <laughs> I'm, I'm letting you know now. I'm trying to let you know. I don't have a particular lady, but if I did, I would tell her now to don't bother me. <laughs> don't bother me at all. Don't bother me at all. Because now. basketball will be on all day, every day, from July 30th to goddamn October. Just about. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Then, then you got and other then it turns, and it turns right back around. Then you got figure right back in around. October. Once, once, once the season's over with, then we're going directly into the of uh, the, the draft, and then we're going right into free agency. Right, and they and trying to start the season uh, uh, January first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going right back into it. Then football starts. Uh huh. Then I don't, I don't, I don't know about baseball and all that other shit. But if you watch that shit, then yeah, everything is going to be on at one time. So of course, and I don't think this ever happened ever. Yeah, never. In, ever in the history <laughs> of sports, where yeah. all sports is on at one time: basketball, football, baseball. Uh, what else? Boxing. If you watch that shit. Uh, nothing else that I watch. I mean, it's nothing else that we watch, but. It's, it's I don't know what their schedules are. <laughs> I'm gonna keep real. I don't know. I don't know. Soccer. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean. um, <laughs> let's see. Um, New Orleans Pelicans okay. seem to be a winner in this scenario. Um, How you figure? Because for them, they're the only um, team that their entire schedule is against teams that are under 500. So they have one of the easier schedules oh, wow. for the final eight games. That's right? not fair. Now, it, it does seem like that there's a little bit of setup there, but interesting enough, the team with the second easiest schedule left is the Philadelphia 76ers, which makes them a major winner in the way this final schedule laid out. That helps that don't help them though. I don't I, I don't think because uh what place they in? The fourth or fifth place or something like that? Um, somewhere around there. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're they're tied with the fifth place. They're tied with um the Pacers. The Pacers and yeah. But but they're close enough. See, that's the thing. The thing about the East is that all right, they're neck and neck with the Pacers, but they're the hit them and the Pacers are close enough to overtake the Heat. At what at what at, uh, at four. But look, what would be the better matchup in the playoffs? 
I'm glad you said that because I think that that is a unspoken thing that is going to happen over these eight games. Right. Something tells me that whether they want to call it load management, however they want to um, paint it, that if they can see, mm. if a franchise can visibly see that your superstar player is ready to go, mm. they're probably not going to play them heavy minutes Especially in, the these, at, at the in these eight yeah. games, right? Right. Because some strategy is going to be there is no such thing as home court advantage right now. Right. So now I want to play the numbers. Right. And like you said, who is the best matchup mm-hmm. for us to advance with the easier potential path so should we to lose the finals? This game? Exactly. We lose this game on purpose. Some of that shit's going to be happening. Right. I, I hate so. to break it to y'all out there, but some of that's going to be happening. So. And it's good strategy. You know Especially what I'm saying? Especially with the LA. Yeah, like other, I don't it, like like I keep saying this to where if you if there's a difference between one and two for your team like the Lakers, mm-hmm. and your difference is drawing, you know, New Orleans mm-hmm. or drawing whoever happens to be seventh. Is, I ra- yeah. whoever I'd rather right. take whoever happens to be second, seventh than draft a team like this that could at least be disruptive enough. To where you don't need that in this type of playoff gauntlet that you guys are going to have to go through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. to get to the finals, I mean, you're going to have to go through some tough games. You can't, you can't, you can't games. use the Lakers because whoever we face is, it was really not going to matter. But somebody like, uh, 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 who's in the third Like spot? Houston or someone like that? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. might want to manipulate the numbers right. to play right. against a, pre- right. a, a, a favorable opponent, you know what I'm saying, right. for them. Because to us, I think it really wouldn't matter, like, it would matter to us if the Clippers is a second or third seed. You get what I'm saying? Because that means we would ha- either have to see them in the semi-conference semifinals right. or the conference finals. So to us, something like that might matter. And I think they only like two games, right? Uh, like like uh, like like you you want to be in a situation spot. as the Lakers or as the Clippers. If you're one of those two teams, you want to be in a situation where you don't have to potentially play each other until the conference finals. Right. You don't want to play one another in the conference semifinals. Right. That's not the that's not the um the team you want to draw. Right. So there is kind of some manipulation for those teams at the top of the level to where do you want to have to play them in the next round or right. do you want to have to play them or try to hold off as long as exactly. possible from playing them. right. So it's going to be interesting. I just know is 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 gonna be here goes the LeBron quote, you guys. No, no, I feel no, what no, I feel what no, coming. No, no, no. Uh, I'm just saying <laughs> for all the players included, it's gonna be a mental game also. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's gonna be a lot that they're gonna have to deal with as far as quarantining and focusing on basketball and you feel me? It's not your regular routine as far as playing basketball in the NBA. So it's gonna be a lot that they have to deal with. But to me, that's why this would be, you feel me, it's an asterisk next to it as a championship, but to me it would be harder. I don't even feel like there's an asterisk, but I know that. I mean, I, I know, know I know that. I know that there is. I you, know that there is. Saying, I just don't but, feel like there should but be. But to me, to me, yeah. this is like whoever wins this 
should be, you feel me, count as one and a half championships type shit. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm setting it up yeah, for, right. for LeBron uh, uh, to be right, that right. much greater. Yeah, all right. But anyway. So, um, so there's some other movements and things that have been going on, things that look to start to set um, what the summer scene looks like. Like I said before, um, right after the season's over, we're going to have the draft, and then we're going to go immediately into free agency. And before that, though, let's talk about this JR situation. Oh, we're going to get to that. Oh, we we're going to gonna get to that. I we're, jumped the gun. I'm yeah, sorry. we're going to get to that. So oh. first I want to start with um, Andre Drummond which I kind of figured he was going to do. Um, opt into his he contract. opted into his contract. Now, he, I mean, he, <laughs> he at, right, right now, yeah, at this point <laughs> in time. How much is it? It's like 20-something million. Yeah, it's, like, it's like in the high 20 yeah, million. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you take he the guaranteed money well, right now. He wasn't about to make that nowhere. Yeah, so what they do, he signed that contract uh-huh. and let him trade his ass away, which is what they're going to end up doing because they probably don't want that on the, on the books. This this season. Well, because Tristan Thompson is in the final year of his contract, which so is also what like fifteen million, or he, and he would be a free agent um, this summer, looking to get you know his value in the market. Which for a guy who averaged twelve points and ten rebounds, two point one assists for Ooh, any team, Chris, Tristan, Tristan Thompson, he yeah, averaged twelve points. 12 points, 10 rebounds, oh, 2.1 yeah. assists. Yeah, I actually, my my high school team actually played against him. His high school team, my last. High school basketball game, if that made sense. Mm-hmm. So it I did. got a, I got a little connection to yeah. that, which is uh. I yeah. mean, Tristan Thompson would be a good pickup for any playoff. No, the fuck uh, you I Listen. You know I'd be hating. I'm. Sorry. I know, but we're talking like because you, you're not thinking. You're not thinking like like look at put it like this. Nah, he's, I, he's not. He 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 hasn't involved with the game. He doesn't need to listen to it. Any mm. team who already is set with your stars. Who's making a playoff push? Who needs a guy who can give you twelve and ten with some assist- like Houston is a great play- would be it's a great only, no. a, yeah Mm-mm. yeah they, they they don't play the right game for him for him to they clean up ball. clean up the boards for him he that, he he's a right, if that's he's the a case, good then why they get rid of Clint Capella then because Clint Capella he plays the same game yeah but Clint Capella didn't really have any offense to him. Tristan Thompson definitely don't got no offense. He's to giving him. you twelve points, off of rebounds, rebounds. Yeah. off of rebounds. Yeah. Though that he's not getting the ball on the on the box and making a move and hook shot. He's getting the ball off a of rebound and going up quick. Trust me, I watched a lot. I think of he would. Thompson. I think he would fit good on no, some of these listen, playoff bound teams. If you have played with LeBron on the Heat or on the motherfucking Cavs, and after he left, you was some shit. It's only one team for you to go to after that. And that's whatever team LeBron is on. Uh-huh. As you can see. You get what I'm saying? Playing with LeBron is 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 different. That's why you only see you feel me, JR, you feel me, they only think he'll be successful playing with LeBron. You feel me? Like it's different. Like Tristan would probably be a good player if you played with LeBron after this season, you know, okay. I don't see him being successful. Nowhere, no, and there's no knock on his game. It's just the way he's been tailored. The way he's tailored his game to play is the. 
I think tell he, her to play to look. I think if LeBron, you put you him in the right situation, it doesn't necessarily have to be with LeBron. It has to be with a team that's looking for what he does. So if I had a graphic in front of me right now, if mm-hmm. we were, if we was already lit like that, and I could have the people pull the shit up on the screen over here that doesn't exist, right? Oh, you and I could see, was, yeah, 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 and I could see the worst rebounding <laughs> teams right now. I'd find the worst rebounding teams that has an offensive threat on that team mm-hmm. that would benefit fit from a guy being able to clean up the board and who can score points off of his own rebound so he doesn't need plays drawn up for him. I could look for a guy like Tristan Thompson to be added to my I team. Mean, especially. I'm sure there's places where he could fit in and his style of play would be good. But I don't think for those type of teams that would be like, let's put him on the Knicks. You right. feel me? Now, that would be a waste. That'd be just like being on Cleveland, right? You get what I'm saying. But let's put him on the Nets. No, I don't think he. The Nets have DeAndre Jordan, Jared Allen. Right. I didn't say I, he has to start. No, he. But he wouldn't play. I'm, I mean, he would play. He play minimal. But I don't think it would be a contribution. I mean, DeAndre Jordan, he he, he he would be doing know. the same exact thing that DeAndre know. Jordan would be doing. Yeah. So now I got two of them to do that. So now all 48 minutes of the game, I have someone on the floor doing that job, which is get the boards and create your own offense off of rebounds. I think he'll probably be better on somewhere like Portland. Okay, that that would work too. Same you thing. Because you have Dame and you have CJ who could benefit from having right. a second attempt. And But he would be more useful. You get what I'm saying? They would use them more. Like the Nets. That's have, because they don't have anything except for CJ exactly, and Dane. Exactly. And Melo. You know what I'm saying? Which is already putting yeah, up yeah, shots. Yeah. You feel me? You got Because Melo's become the guy that I said that he needed to become. He's become the corner three knockdown guy. Yeah. The catch and shoot corner three guy. So he should have been so that now guy. You got Yusef Nurkic, then yeah. you got uh you got you could put Tristan on there and then I think Ennis Cantor was there. Or no, it was Ennis. I think Ennis Cantor went to Austin or something. I don't know. They I think they got one more big man though. But somewhere like there, I think he'll be more useful to where somewhere where they have playoff deep playoff aspirations. Okay. And he would play a lot. Maybe Boston too. I don't know. He might do good in Boston. Well, the Rockets went ahead and picked up um, a player during the NBA's one-week um, transaction window. They picked up David Nuwaba. Am I saying this name right? Uh, he was um, yeah, a wing for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, interesting thing about him, although he only played 20 games, averaging 5.2 <laughs> points and 2.3 rebounds, um, and 14 minutes per night averaging, he did shoot about 43% from beyond the yeah. three-point line. Now, David Nuaba, he came into the league, I believe. Don't quote me on none of this. I don't have nothing in front of me. But I believe it was 2015. I think he played with the Chicago Bulls. Okay. And I think he had, like, a good playoff run. This is when LeBron was with Cleveland. And... Yeah, he did good in the playoffs that one year. And from that one that one season, he been getting contracts and all of that. I don't think he's been good since then, though. Yeah, so well, I, I mean, they, I they, they, they mentioned that he fits their small ball, you know, type he, of he's identity. He's real scrappy, I guess. Yeah, could, type of identity. Like, and, he's going to come in and play his role. Yeah, and he's not going to play in the restart. So that that's one thing I want to make clear. They did just sign him to a deal, uh-huh. but based on the, the rule, no, nah, I don't think. 
I think I don't think he's um they just said that he's not gonna be playing in the restart. I don't know if that so is, is just for saying next season? I think this is for next season. Oh well, well why they do that now? Uh, I guess because teams are, are already starting to So if we sign JR, is that gonna be for next season? No, nah, it will be for this season. But see it's weird because like there's these certain rules of what type of players are eligible to be re signed for the restart. But I guess those same rules don't be applied to what teams can re-sign to players with the roster extensions that they gave them. I don't know. It's a whole bunch of different shit going on. But in other headlines and bigger names, one of the names that I think is going to be an interesting name to look out for in free agency this year, depending on where he lands and if he continues to produce, and that be Davis Bertans, who's not going to be playing in Orlando. And a couple players had some um, things. Bertans from the Spurs? No, Bertans from the Wizards. Oh, that's what he is, um, so the Wizards are looking to replace him. Some of the names that are coming up are possibly DeMarcus Cousins going to the Wizards to play not. out the restart and, um, and 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 help them out in whatever their playoff hopes would be, which to not be disrespectful. They're not even but in, in the none. playoff run right now, are they? No, they're going to Orlando. No, yeah. I'm saying, but what place? They like ninth seed. Well, I guess I guess anyone is considered in the playoff run right now. You know what I'm saying? Because a ninth or tenth seed can arguably make but, it to the playing tournament, win in the playing tournament on a on a on a on a roll, and roll into the playoffs in the A seed, a team who otherwise might not have had that same chance because of the closeness of of this window of opportunity. Right. And that playing tournament changes a lot of dynamics. Well. We'll see how it turns out. I just know fans just want basketball. I think point. I think it's perfect for both guys. For DeMarcus Cousins, we were going to see DeMarcus Cousins play for a championship this year. We're gonna we were gonna see him play for the Lakers. We still got a chance to resign them. We do. I I will get to that in a second because that is a question I want to ask you. Uh-huh. But so DeMarcus Cousins gets the opportunity to show that he still has some game left in him. But before the summertime so he can do what he's been trying to do the past couple of years, and that's just show I can play basketball so a team commits to me for two or three years and we can get a chance to go for something. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but the thing is, right, even though we've had off, or I said we, like, I'm in the league, even though they have had off this all this time, he's coming back from, like, two or three different injuries right. consistently. Right. So my question is... Do he think it's smart for him to enter this tournament? And you feel me? I know he want to prove that. Right. You feel me? To play for his contract next season. Right. Which is the ultimate goal. But you just coming off of three fresh-ass injuries. Like, I don't think he has nothing to prove. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's a team that's going to take a chance on him regardless. But I think he's playing for the money now. You know what I'm saying? Like, for the amount of his contract. Right. Season, like. Because he knows that if that window had, or well, play this, dollar amounts have left have left the table over the past three years. Mm-hmm. But I don't think his window of getting at least a three-year deal of some substance is not gone just yet. I don't, I don't think he needs a three-year deal, though. I think he needs a one. I year. think he wants one though. I think he, he wants a deal of some substance. Or, or a one plus one. A nice chunk of change. A one plus one. And then you prove yourself. 
And that way you get the plus one just in case you fuck up that season. I think he wants you know to like, prove himself now and get the two and one or like something that's giving him a nice chunk of change. Cause like you said, for him, he's lost out on millions of dollars over the past three years. And I think he wants to make up some of that at least before the, 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 his career starts to go on the natural decline for that happens for just about any human. And you know what I'm saying? A human's physical body goes on a natural decline after a certain time, no matter how great a shape you're in. You know what I'm saying? Um, Besides LeBron. Because in year 17, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But for Davis Bertans, he should not go to Washington and play because he has nothing to prove. He's already proved it. And right now, every general manager and every coach in the NBA is looking at the books and looking at can they afford, what kind of contract can they throw at a 6'10 forward who's shooting over 42% from the three-point line? You know what I'm saying? Including, I would love for the Lakers to land him in the offseason. Jesus. I would love it. Oh, man. I'm not a Bertans fan. Listen, I would love a guy who can shoot 42% consistently from the three-point line to be on the basketball court with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. How many threes have he shot? Like, if he's shooting 42% and only shot... 23s. No, he had the green light. He had the green light there in in Washington. He was shooting. He was shooting when 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 that that was part. That was the offense. They was finding him open on the outside, and he'll pull that thing, and it was wet. You know what I'm saying? He pull that shit, and it was fucking wet. You know what I'm saying? Like I just want to see LeBron have an elite young shooter like that next to him and Anthony Davis. Like I just want to see that. I think I think this is my honest truth. I think because what puts all right. Look, see, say, look, say. look, I think the whole league has been focused on playing, getting to the Golden State Warriors style of play. You feel me? Outside and uh-huh. you get what I'm saying. But I think we would be successful in getting back to old school basketball and playing inside out. You get what I'm saying? To where, what I would like to see, what I think would be. Good pickups for us would be somebody like a Lamarcus Aldridge. You feel me? To where he could go outside, but his main game is an inside type of player to go alongside AD. You but get see, what I'm, saying? Like, I'm thinking of the future too, and Lamarcus Aldridge is a guy no, who we, could. We're not. We're not focused on the future. Yeah. Right see, now. I have to as we, a Laker fan. See, I have as, to focus I mean, on. Of course, we because uh, I more than likely would end up as a Laker fan after LeBron retire a Laker. Right. But and I we are we are working with a five year window right now. Are we? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, more like a three year window. No. With with, with LeBron. With, LeBron is thirty five. Okay. And he, I think he plays until he's 40. But not at this level. I he, mean, he needs to have shooters no. and guys that he can distribute the ball to so he can fall more into that point guard role. I think that's what preserves LeBron LeBron's career. LeBron would never have... LeBron's assist numbers going up and his points numbers going down would prolong his career and put solidify him as a greater basketball player than if his points were to stay where they're at right now. If his points were to go down a little by little over the next four to five years, but his assist numbers were to go up, it would solidify him as the GOAT right, to me. But I would use that have... argument to make him the GOAT over Michael Jordan. No, His but, ability but, but to look, distribute listen, the ball. They already have somebody that could go out there and get 50 points a night. You know what I'm saying? A point score is not 
Right. But you could you have to focus on in the next years to come or, or the future. You, you right. know what I'm saying? You don't have to focus on um, another main superstar. So that's why I said we have a five-year window to build around this dynamic. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which in, in the next two years, I don't know if it's this season. LaMarcus Aldridge is 34. Right. Davis Bertans is 26. Right. I'm not worried about the age. Because working in this window, okay. we're going for, you feel me, this championship. Bert Thomas being 26 ain't got shit to do with nothing. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> I would rather have LaMarcus Aldridge, where I know he has the experience, he has the coaching, he has whatever you he shoot from the three or whatever you want to call it. You feel me? I'm not, I don't give a fuck about 46%, 42% from three. Like, I'm not concerned about that. You feel me? He's a shooter. He can shoot, yes, but that's not what's going to get us a championship. All right, mm-hmm. so moving on to the Nets. The Nets waived guard Theo Pinson, and they cleared a roster spot, which uh, many are um, saying that they are going to sign former Phoenix Suns guard Tyler Johnson. Um, what do you think about that pickup for the Nets? Uh do whatever they, they, they got to do. I, I mean, because basically, if you look at it, in the summertime, they did offer him back in 2016 yeah. um, a $50 million offer sheet. Right. And the Heat, you know, matched that offer sheet before he ended up in a trade deal that sent him to the Phoenix Suns, which ultimately um, waived him. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, Brooklyn obviously has seen something in Tyler Johnson pre-Kyrie um, era. Um, so having him now um, bring him into this team, um, do you think it's a better deal for him, better deal for them? Because, I mean. I don't, I don't think they need him. Yeah, I mean, because they, they do have. They got Spencer Dinwiddie. They got Dinwiddie, yeah. They got, they got Carlos uh, Levert. Uh, Karis Levert, yeah. Yeah, Karis Levert. I don't think they need somebody like him to come in and, and play. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though, yeah, they trying to replace Kyrie. You know, right. But. You can replace him with somebody else of a different position. You don't necessarily have to go in and get somebody that plays the same position as him because you have fillers already right. in that position. So I mean, yeah, it's a I would, good look I, for. Him. I would like to see somebody pick up Jamal Crawford. Yeah, I think. I think. I think somebody. He could still play. He's been resting all season. He could come out and give you twenty points easily off the bench. You feel me? In 10, 12, whatever minutes yeah. you give him. Yeah. He could come in. If he, all he got to do is drop motherfucking buckets, he could come in and do that shit easily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody got to pick up Jamal Crawford. Now, did Dwight Howard say he was going? Um, I mean, as far as I know, Dwight Howard is going. Okay. Um, You know, it hasn't been confirmed that he isn't or, or hasn't. Apparently the window is closed to where teams were supposed to tell their teams whether or not they were going, but we we all know that no one knows um, how how much people are really going to stick to that. So we really won't know until it happens. But as far as I'm concerned, he should be there. All right. Okay, so there are um, some talks, of, of course, about lottery-bound teams and what they should be doing with um, – the number one pick if they get it. We've had some debates about these. Um, you know, I feel as though that it's probably in the Golden State Warriors' best interest to take 
Anthony Edwards with the number one pick if they do not trade out of the number one pick for a piece that could put them in a stronger position to make a championship push going into the next season. Um, And then this report starts going into a couple scenarios that I didn't really um, see. Um, I didn't really see on paper, but could make sense. And one of these was LaMelo Ball to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I never thought about this because they just finished drafting in the past few seasons, Colin Sexton and Darius Garland. Yeah. However... LaMelo Ball and Jetty Osmond. It would be considered better than both of them. Definitely a better passer, definitely a better playmaker. Um mm. now in in LaMelo's argument, he is testing at 6768 type of frame which doesn't necessarily mean that he has to exclusively play feature point guard. You know what I'm saying? Um, on, on on an offensive set, in an offensive set, he can play the off ball guard. He can play a wing position who also handles the ball, brings the ball up the floor as a small point forward. See, you know, in the third position. I don't think like the the position necessarily comes into play until the defensive end of the ball. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. I think you could have a uh, Colin Sexton and a Lamelo in a game at the same time. Right. You feel me? Playing one and two or whatever way you want to put it. But on the defensive end, that's I don't think Lamelo could keep up with the smaller guards. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like. Well, I think he can because he's quick. He has a lot of speed to him. He? he has a lot of foot speed Do to we? him. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, he has a lot of foot speed to him. I don't. I don't see it. He's one of the faster guards coming out of this draft. He, I don't see it. You, yeah, I'm going to have to show you some film. I mean, I watch film. Yeah. I, I, you don't I, see I, the speed? No. Fuck no. What speed? Are I, we watching the same film? Yeah. Oh, man. Because I'm, I'm a pretty fast guy myself. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time, you might have been a pretty fast guy. I'm still fast. You're not NBA and player fast right I now. Think, I think... <laughs> If with the right, uh, <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a year training, of living uh, the right life, yeah. with a year of living the right <laughs> life, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I'm living right. I am living as I as you spark a blood, as you spark a blood. Waking up this morning like I want some IHOP after we went to sleep yeah. off of McDonald's, you know, <laughs> made, made a left off of Pizza Hut. <laughs> Nigga, damn, niggas get good, but I ain't gained no weight, so I'm Gucci. Um, so there is a um a defensive player who um who um he scores well in the post. I think that he has the type of raw talent to develop a jump shot um in this swing forward type of position, and that is. I want to say the name is pronounced Onyika Okongwu. Um, Yeah, well, he would be looking to go to Minnesota and fitting in with Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. This would be a perfect position for a guy like him at the four position. He's probably one of the stronger defensive players. He can kill the boards, you know what I'm saying? He can defend multiple positions from perimeter players all the way into the paint, and he can score well in the paint. The only question would be is where does his jump shot develop? And a lot of that depends on 
what type of players that they put him around. Um, other potential landing places for LaMelo Ball, who is turning out to be one of the most interesting conversations. We knew he was going to be an interesting conversation going into the draft, but now it's for the right reasons. It's for the basketball reasons. And do you think a team like the Detroit Pistons, who has Derrick Rose in place going into the second season of a two-year deal, would benefit from taking LaMelo Ball at the number one pick, or if they fall into a high lottery place where they should, does ball fit in good with the future for them? Uh, Detroit Pistons? Yes. Um, Is it better than the Cleveland situation for him? Because right now we're thinking about the best places to land for the players, not necessarily for the teams themselves, but for the players. The best team for LaMelo? The best team for him, yeah, would definitely be New York. New York, yeah, yeah. I, I I believe uh, that as well. Because whatever team he 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 goes to, he's going to bring a lot of uh, media with him, right? You know what I'm saying? Because not only is he he has a big media following over here, he don't win overseas. I'm glad you brought Man. your um your segue game with you to this show. You know what I'm saying oh, as well. Bring, yeah, yeah, no, no, oh, no, because oh, I like oh. it when well, you got yo because you got the assist, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all I don't mean, be seeing hey. it. Trey be racking up the assist, yo. You know what I'm saying in the game. I yo. mean, listen, I, I I try, but um, he he's bought his his the the overseas crowd with him, so he needs somewhere big enough to handle all that. Right, Cleveland, uh. Obviously can handle it because they did it with LeBron, but uh, post LeBron, I don't think they'll be able to do it. You know what I'm yeah, um, I think for 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 Lamelo and for New York, this is a this is basically a perfect situation that you've, you're never going to get again, possibly, um, where you have a player who can be a game changing star. He has the, the physical tools to be that, especially in the position he's playing in. To go to a team that, A, 100% needs guard play. You're never going to unlock whatever um, R.J. Barrett can bring to the table without taking him off the ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You have to give a guard the ball to give to Andre Barrett in the right positions in order for you to unlock him, or you're never going to get what you're going to get out of him, right? right? Similar thing with Mitchell Robinson. Offensively, you're never going to fully unlock Mitchell Robinson without having the guard play with a guy who can deliver the ball like him. And he's already been famous since he was a kid. Right. He's been famous. He's been had the big lights. He's been done his own TV show. Right. He's been a professional player with the paparazzi and all the shit like this. So for him to come into New York City and come into that big market right there where they're going to be throwing dollars at him to be the new young swaggy kid on the fucking Nike posters and the whatever shit going on. Uh-huh. LaMelo Ball is going to be to handle that spotlight and still play basketball. I think he would Puma though, but. Yeah, but you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're never you're never gonna get a rookie guard who can come into a big market city like that mm-hmm. and deal with that part about it and that then, has nothing to do with basketball. And then make y'all relevant again. What for the right exactly? Reason. You feel me? So yeah, I think that would be the best player. I'm me. hoping that that happens. Like yeah. as far as this draft goes, the two hopes that I have mm-hmm. is that Anthony Edwards makes his way. To the Washington to to the Golden State Warriors, 
nah, and LaMelo Ball makes his way I think to the James, New York Knicks. James Wiseman would be better at Golden State. We'll see. I'm thinking of the future. I think James Wiseman would be good to go to the Chicago Bulls. And here's why. The Chicago Bulls have something in Kobe White. And the Chicago Bulls still have something in Zach Levine. Mm. Here's the thing about Levine. And this is the biggest knock on him. Mm. Levine excited the world way too early. Way before his game even had an identity for itself. He was a raw, talented kid. 20, 20 years old, 19, 20, 21, somewhere in that area. He was like 19, mm-hmm. and he was in the dunk contest, and was all this hoopla around it, mm-hmm. and people elevated Zach Levine to this level that he now was going to need to grow into. Mm-hmm. So the hype on Zach Levine has always been bigger than his game, which makes his game look worse than what it is. It's one of these situations where if I expect you, if my expectations of you are to come in and score 30 points a game, mm-hmm. then I'm never going to praise you when you come in and score 22 points for me mm-hmm. because I expect you to score 30. Right. But is my expectations of you skewing what you actually do on the basketball court? I think Zach Levine has been a guy who's just been on a bad franchise that never really had players that fit around what was conducive to his game. Right. And when you bring in a center like James Wiseman, who can do offensively and defensively what a big needs to do in this era, but kind of brings it back to the era that you were saying, that muscle basketball, that that inside-out basketball right there. I think guards like Kobe White and Zach Levine – you know what I'm saying? Levine still only being 25 yeah. could benefit. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just figured that they have enough big men in Chicago. They got Wendell Carter. They just drafted somebody else, right? I think they got another big man. I don't know. Right. But they ain't never stopped nobody before, right? But um, Interesting pick is this kid from Israel. He's starting to heat up. Um on a lot of them, on a lot of charts, mm. because now you know a lot of a lot of teams are starting to look at players in three different perspectives, right? So, so usually there's always who has the biggest upside, who can come in and perform. Now that's always been the name of the game when it comes to draft. So you'll see some players go high in the lottery that have a bigger upside. They might have had a lower point production at college in their first year, or whatever, than some of the players that that are four year guys, but they can grow more. And then you see players who can come in and do this now, but you don't expect them to become that much better. And then there's these third players who are players who you expect them to maybe be better, but you know for sure that there are these list of things that they can do right now. And I think this 6'9 forward guy from Israel Mm -hmm. is one of those guys because he's coming out as arguably the best pure shooter in this draft. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, his name is Denji Avigi, I believe his name is. Mm. Um, he's a 6'9", you know, 230, 2, 2, 2, 230-ish, 240-ish, you know, got a good size on him, mm. but shoots that three with consistency mm. and also can put the ball on the floor and, and create shots moving towards the basket. So, I mean, he, he seems to be an interesting scorer. I'm not sure defensively where he's at. 
But he seems to be an interesting scorer, like some of these jerkif new chicks and these guys like this. You know, you know. <laughs> Microaggression. <laughs> oh, I ain't saying nothing though. Oh, I mean, <coughs> yeah, he should be be able to come in and do something. Uh, I still, I still think they'll put somebody like him in a what you call it program, the uh, G League. Nah, he's definitely a lottery pick. Definitely a lottery pick. He can still come in a lottery pick and still go to G League. Nah, I don't think he's gonna G League guy. No, nah, he he's a guy. Like, listen, he's definitely good. He's definitely pro ready. He's probably one of the more pro ready players because he's already a professional player overseas. Oh okay, okay. I never seen him. He's like a he's like a Luca type guy. Where it's like I, there was much I didn't see about Luca. I heard about Luca uh-huh. more than I heard about this guy uh-huh. coming in, but I didn't know that Luca was gonna be what he is. What he is. All right. This seems like one of those guys. Some bullshit. Luca came in on some bullshit. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, so they're going to be using smart technology mm-hmm. as part of the um, way to try to keep players safe. And one of those things is going to be this smart ring that has a pulse oximeter, oximeter and a smart thermometer to help monitor and reduce the spread of coronavirus. And basically it's something that'll be able to monitor your heart rate and your um, respiratory functions, as well as like your, um, like your temperature. Mm. And then it would alert you if any of these things spike. So you can get yourself checked out um, in order to kind of like do some pre-production pre-warnings for players um, to try to, keep anyone who does turn out to be positive in the best position to do something about it before they were to spread it. Um, Mm. Interesting situation. Um, Those are going to be, I think that, I think those are optional. So those are optional except for in certain places. So there are certain places where you have to wear it. Otherwise you don't. The um the Disney bands are obviously optional, but they're necessary to get into your room or to different events. Those are regular Disney smart objects they have. Basically, they just put your tickets and everything in a wristband, okay. and then you use your wristband like the as your key to get into your hotel room door. Beep, oh, you know what I'm saying? Shit cool. like that, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. But then they have a new one. It's a social distancing alarm, which is optional. But if you're within six feet of a person for more than five seconds, your alarm would go off. And it will let you know until you moved um, far enough oh, to let you know. That shit is annoying. Annoying as shit. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah, man. that shit would be annoying as shit. I don't see you, too many people many, using that. How many white people you think going to have it? Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, all right, we're going to move on. Um, the players are going to get to play um, the new Madden and probably the new 2K um, unreleased while they're there at the Disney bubble. And. Um, Marvel is also letting them get the Black Widow movie um, that's done, but it couldn't come out because of the whole coronavirus. Wow. That's why they pushed it back to November. But oh, they gonna get to see it. Wow. the NBA players gonna get to see some unreleased movies that we ain't get to see, and they get to play the new Madden, and they get to play the new Two K. I mean, most of them probably do that shit anyway. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so there's probably nothing new. I, I I think this is going to be hard for a lot of the young the young niggas because you know they they're going to be the ones that can't sit still and shit like that. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, they say they're going to have all types of activities and shit like that. That's not, that's not, that's not the concern. For the niggas that's coming in there with no families and no nothing, and, nigga, you about to go three months possibly with no pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that is the real concern niggas is gonna be worried yeah, about. Niggas gonna be out there hooping shit. Uh, they gonna nigga, have to hoop for real. What? Yeah. Is gonna, nigga, you need to come home to some pussy after you hoop. Man, think about it. You know how they say a boxer shouldn't um go get some pussy before his uh Matt ain't that a, a, yeah, thing. but ain't that something to do with like, you know, like if an athlete, your stamina and all. Yeah, that. so so Fuck. it might be good for these niggas. Fuck it might be good for them. No, sir. Yeah, I'm telling you, is it, getting no pussy is never good. I don't give a fuck what you do. <laughs> I don't care what you. Hey, do. look, that's a sacrifice they gonna have to make because I need NBA. So if they gotta make the sacrifice and not get no pussy for a month, then that's what it somebody gotta be. Gonna, somebody gonna fuck it up and try to sneak a bitch in there. I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> some one of these young niggas is gonna fuck it up. And she gonna give the whole <laughs> bubble Corona. <laughs> well, I called it first. I'm trying to tell you. No, we ain't supposed to call shit like this. Yeah. <laughs> we can't get the sports show canceled like before we even right. do it. Do it. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. All right. So that's about it. Yep. Yep. If you want to listen to more, visit our official website. KJandChill.com. All right. KJandChill.com. 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 It's like, nah, go ahead. I'm geeking. <laughs> I just tried to record a couple of drops for you. I feel you. <laughs> Put on one of them buttons. Right, yeah. done. All right, all right. If you want to listen to more. <laughs>